Thank you, Jesus. We give you all the honor and the glory, and we open our hearts. We make our hearts receptive to your word in Jesus' name. God is good, and his presence is in this place. We agree this morning that the Spirit of the Lord will speak to us through his precious word. Let's get our Bibles ready in the book of Acts, chapter 19, verse 13 through 16. Brothers and sisters, today I begin a series of sermons titled, To Defeat the Enemy, Take Your Position, Do Not Take Your Condition. Yes, that is a title of a series of a, of a few sermons I've got. It's a lengthy subject, but I believe that is going to be of a blessing. Brothers and sisters, there is a famous saying that says, position changes situation. And it is true, because when you take your position, you can actually change the circumstances of your life. Brothers and sisters, as we begin this message and as we begin this series of sermons, I just want you to think about your everyday life. I want you to think about your everyday battles in your mind, in your emotions, perhaps uh, your fights with loved ones, with family. Brothers and sisters, spiritual warfare is real. Spiritual warfare is the reason why people that have no knowledge of Jesus, no knowledge of the power of God, suffer. Spiritual warfare is the reason why we see divorce, why we see family separations. Family separations because of unfaithfulness, because of lies, because of deceit. This is why I entitled this series, to defeat the enemy, take your position. Because it's true, that famous saying says it in the best simple way. Position changes your situation. Brothers and sisters, to defeat the devil, we must be over him. This is the first main key that I want you all to remember. To defeat the devil, we must be above him. And sometimes our life condition doesn't help much. So as believers, we must remember to elevate our condition to God in prayer to take us to the position. Listen, to take us to the position of a son and daughter of God. That is the position. Perhaps many of you were asking, what position are you talking about, Pastor? What do you mean when you say position changes situation? What do you mean when you say that when someone takes their position? Well, when you take your position as a son, as a daughter of God. Can you say amen? When we know our identity as children of God, when we take our position, no matter what our current life condition is, brothers and sisters, we have the capacity and the capability to change. Can you say amen? 
Brothers and sisters, as believers, we always remember to elevate our life condition. Can you say amen? We elevate our struggles, our battles, battles of our minds to the Lord that he can take captive all of our thoughts. Because sometimes we can be deceived by our own thoughts. Brothers and sisters, this is how we will always have the advantage when we are above Satan. I'm going to say that one more time because this is the key. The first key that I mentioned. To defeat the enemy, you must be above him. To defeat Satan, you must be over him. And the only way you are going to be above Satan, the only way you are going to be above the enemy is if you take your position of royalty. If you take your position of a son of God. There's a scripture in the book of Acts chapter 19 verse 13 through 16. If you'd go with me. And for your information I'd be reading out of the New Living Translation. The scripture says, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. A group of Jews was traveling from town to town, casting out evil spirits. They tried to use the name of the Lord Jesus in their incantations, saying, I command you in the name of Jesus, whom Paul preaches, to come out. Seven sons of Siva, a leading priest, were doing this. Verse 15, but one time when they tried it, the evil spirit replied, I know Jesus and I know Paul, but who are you? Then the man with the evil spirit leaped on them, overpowered them and attacked them with such violence that they fled from the house naked and battered. Brothers and sisters, what can we learn from this passage? I see some of you are amazed at what's going on. This is why we fight our battles in position. I am pretty sure that the condition of those men were not that of a son of God. That is why the evil spirit replied, I do not know you. Can you say amen? But what do we learn from this passage? Well, number one, what we learn out of this passage is that if we want to defeat our enemy, Satan, we must be above him. Can you say amen? We must be above the enemy. Our battle position should be superior to the devil's strategy. Brothers and sisters, as sons and daughters of God, Our strategy should be smarter and greater than that of Satan. But that is only possible when we face him on our positions of sons, on our positions of royalty, of sons and daughters of God. Our battle positions should be always superior to our own thoughts even, brothers and sisters, because if there is a way that Satan fights, if there is a way how Satan attacks us is through the mind. Brothers and sisters, there is a reason why Timothy says that God gave us not a spirit of cowardice, but a spirit of power, love, and self-control. 
See, we only have authority over the devil when we are united. Amen? So not only about being above the enemy, but if we want to have authority over Satan and the evil spirits that attack us daily, if we want to be superior to them, we also have to make sure that we are united with Christ. That we are Christians whom are united. That we are not loner Christians. This is the, the reason why the scripture advises us believers to congregate. We are living times in which people don't want to congregate anymore. People have to believe that they should not gather with other believers, with other Christians, with other brothers and sisters in Christ. How can you be united in Christ if you don't fellowship? Brothers and sisters, so we have to be above the enemy and we have to be united in Christ if we want to have the authority over Satan. The book of Ephesians chapter 2, go with me. The book of Ephesians chapter 2 verse 6, it says, For he raised us from the dead along with Christ. This is why we are united, brothers and sisters. It continues to read, and seated us with him in the heavenly realms because we are united with Christ. You see, one thing is to be united in Christ with the brethren at the church. But another thing is to be united with Christ, that you and I have a relationship, a personal relationship, a daily communion with the Lord Jesus Christ. So brothers and sisters, if we want to have authority over the evil spirits, if we want to have authority over the devil, if we want to have authority over sin, according to Ephesians 2.6, we must be united with Christ. It says that he raised us from the dead along with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms. So in other words, if you want to have the advantage over the devil, if you want to defeat the enemy, being above him means that you are close to God. That God is with you wherever you go. That you are with him. In the book of James chapter 4, it says, when you draw near to God, God draws near to you. So the closer you are to God, you have authority over the devil. But the farther you are from God, you have no authority and you become like those Jews that were trying to cast out demons. Brothers and sisters, God has put everything under the authority of Jesus Christ. Can you say amen? Yes, God has put everything, everything in the universe under the authority of Jesus Christ. In the book of Philippians, chapter 2, verse 9 through 11, it reads, Therefore, God elevate him, elevated him to the place of highest honor and gave him the name above all other names, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, and even the demons, even our enemies. Can you say amen? 
that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Verse 11, it says, And every tongue will declare that Jesus is Christ, that Jesus is the Lord, to the glory of God the Father. Brothers and sisters, we see in the scripture how God elevates Jesus, how God elevates the Lamb in the place of highest honor. And if you and I have a relationship with Jesus, if we have communion with Jesus, brothers and sisters, we are sitting with him in the highest places. We are sitting with him in the highest place of honor. Therefore, brothers and sisters, when we are close to God, there is nothing that the devil can do to us. There is nothing that he can accomplish because we are close to God. So brothers and sisters, Jesus has authority over everything. The Apostle Paul made the following prayer so that God would give us the spirit of wisdom and revelation. Let's read it in the book of Ephesians chapter 1, verse 19 through 22. Let's look at Paul's prayer. It says, I also pray that you will understand the incredible greatness of God's power for us who believe in Him. I'm going to stop right there for a moment. Brothers and sisters, if you believe in Jesus Christ, if you believe in the power of God, there is greatness in you as well. Brothers and sisters, look at the way Paul prays. It says, I also pray that you will understand the incredible greatness of God's power for us who believe in Him. This is the same mighty power that raised Christ from the dead and seated him in the place of honor at God's right hand in the heavenly realm. Verse 21, it says, Now he is far above any ruler or authority or power or leader or anything else, not only in this world, but also in the world to come. Verse 22, God has put all things under the authority of Christ and has made him head over all things for the benefit of the church. Brothers and sisters, you and I are the church. And for the benefit of you and I, brothers and sisters, God has placed Christ as the authority above everything. Yes. And this is when we can have authority over the devil. When we can understand that when we believe in Christ, and it's not only about believing in Him, it's about also, brothers and sisters, having a communion with Him. You see, it's just like marriage. When you married your wife, it's, it, it, it's not enough just by marrying her. You have to have communication you have to have uh, conversations every day to fall deeper and deeper in love with one another what good is marriage if there is no conversation between the husband and the wife what good is marriage if there is no communion if there is no quality time between a man and a woman in the same way it is not enough to believe in jesus 
is that we have communion with him. Is that we have daily communion, that we pray, that we seek the presence of the Lord in prayer. Brothers and sisters, the scripture is very clear when it says that Christ is the authority above all the earth. Brothers and sisters, the only way we can have authority over the devil is when we understand that we must be above the evil spirits and everything that comes against us. And the only way we're going to do it is when we are close to Jesus. The only way we're going to do it is when we have that relationship with God. You know, there is an, uh, an illustration uh, when I used to give uh, Sunday school classes to the youth. I, I would always like to take cartoon samples, kind of like, like the political cartoons that you see going around. Kind of like that, but of course biblical because they're fun to watch and it gives you the message of the word very beautifully. But I remembered in one occasion I was talking to the youth about the importance of staying close to God in their youth, in their young years. Because there is a saying that says, when you are a kid, when you are little, your problems are little. But as you grow up, your problems seem bigger and bigger. And as, as you go into adulthood, your problems sometimes seem too much to bear. And I remember I took a cartoon to the class that day. And the cartoon was an illustration of a young boy. He was standing in between big chunks of rocks. You could say, is boulders the proper word to refer to a large rock almost the size of a mountain? The illustration showed a young boy, a teenager, scratching his head with a illustration of being worried and, and uh, overwhelmed looking at the stones and boulders that surrounded him. He felt trapped. And then there is another illustration right next to that one where him being between those boulders and stones. God calls him up and you see the cartoon. You can just see the hand of, of the illustration of God that says, come here, my son, climb this ladder. And it shows a ladder illustrated coming from the heavens down to the boy. Shows the boy climbing up. And uh, the next slide is a drawing of the boy sitting in the high places. It's a drawing of the young boy sitting in a cloud right next to God. Looking down at those boulders. Looking down at those big stones that represent his problems. His difficulties. And in the cartoon, a phrase that God would tell this boy said this. You see, son, you see how smaller your problems get when you sit right here next to me? So, brothers and sisters, what am I trying to say? 
the closer we are to God, when we climb to the presence of God in prayer, in worship, in praise, when we climb that ladder, brothers and sisters, we are sitting right next to the Lord looking down on our problems. And all of a sudden, our problems don't seem as big as they used to when we were living a life without communion with the Holy Spirit, without communion with God. Praise the Lord. Brothers and sisters, if we want to have authority over the devil, if we want to have authority over the enemy, brothers and sisters, we have to live our lives according to our position in Christ, not our condition. In the illustration of that young boy standing around those boulders and those rocks that represented his problems, his issues, depression, anxiety. In that illustration, we see and we learn that this boy was looking at his problems and was trying to fix his problems based out of his condition. His condition was bad. But when he elevated himself to the high places where God is, his problems got smaller and he got stronger. Praise the Lord. So our position in Christ can change our situation, can change our condition. When we take our positions as sons and sit right next to our Heavenly Father, brothers and sisters, our condition can change. Praise God. We have to live our lives according to our position in Christ, not our condition. We need to elevate our human condition to the position of a son of God. Let's go to the book of Corinthians, chapter 12, verse 10. The scripture says, That's why I take pleasure in my weakness and in the insults hardships, persecutions, and troubles that I suffer for Christ. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Brothers and sisters, because it's true, sometimes you feel like that boy on that illustration. You're surrounded with problems, with depression, anxiety, bitterness perhaps, or worry. But brothers and sisters, when you feel weak, Take ple pleasure in it because God is always there. When you feel the weakest, brothers and sisters, that's when you can become. That's when you can become stronger because that's when we elevate ourselves each and every time. We elevate our lives to God so that we can strong. The scripture says that the joy of the Lord is the strength of that helps me carry on every day. Brothers and sisters, but you can only have the joy of the Lord if you have a relationship with Him. Brothers and sisters, my position in Christ is me being light. Brothers and sisters, when the scripture talks about the church being the light of the world, it is referring to those that are sitting right next to God, that live a daily communion with God. So my position in Christ also means to be the light, to be where the light is. 
Brothers and sisters, when you walk in into your home in the nighttime and the lights are off, try walking around your house with the lights off. What's going to happen? You're going to bump into a chair, into the table. You're going to probably make a mess. You have to turn on the light so you can see the obstacles that are ahead of you. You have to turn on the lights, brothers and sisters. And in the same way, if you want to understand spiritual warfare, why do we go through what we go through? You have to be in the light so that you can understand. Like many great men and women of the Bible, whenever they went through something apparently negative, they understood that it was God leading them. Can you say amen? This scripture, brothers and sisters, in Ephesians 5.8, the, one, the one that we are about to read, it says this, Ephesians chapter 5, verse 8. It says, For once you were full of darkness, but now you have light from the Lord. So live as people of light. Brothers and sisters, so part of taking our position of sons and daughters of God basically means that we need to live in the light. There is another scripture that says, live as children of light. Live as children of God. This scripture teaches us to elevate our condition to the position God made for us. God made a position for you. Are you willing to take it, brothers and sisters? Perhaps some of us have left that position a long time ago, but it's time. It's time to come back to the feet of Jesus. A great example is Christ himself. He lived according to his position, not his condition. Remember when Jesus was fasting in the desert? And his condition physically was bad because, because he had been fasting for several days. And if you know the story, you know that Jesus, as he was fasting, he started to feel hungry, just like any human being. And what does the scripture say? Satan came along and says, come on, if you are the son of God, you have the power. Turn those stones into bread. You don't have to go hungry. You are the Son of God. And we see the example of Christ himself being the light. We see the, the position that Christ took. Christ defeated Satan in that scenario because he was taking his position as Christ, as the Messiah. Brothers and sisters, he took his position and the scripture says, Satan, not only by bread will men live, but out of the word of God. And in the same way, brothers and sisters, there's going to be times where we are going to be tempted. And we have to learn to fight our spiritual battles based off on our position and not our condition. Can you say amen this morning? God is good. Glory be to God. Brothers and sisters, and as we continue to go into this sermon the following week, I want you to pray every day 
that the Lord gives you strength in your spirit. Because so that we can understand this topic, so that we can fully mature in the spirit with sermons like this, spiritual warfare, we got to ask God to reveal to us, according to our own lives, how do we fight our daily battles? Brothers and sisters, you have the authority. Brothers and sisters, we got to be close to God. You got to be under the authority of God. Because when we are under the authority of God, it is then when we have authority over Satan. And the scripture says that he gave us authority to have him under our feet in Jesus' name. Brothers and sisters, so go this week and analyze your life. Go this week and think about what we've talked about today. When you encounter a struggle, when you encounter during the week perhaps something that comes, something negative to your life, I just want you to ask yourself this question. How am I going to face this problem? How am I going to face this battle? Am I going to face it from the ground? Am I going to face it in between the stones, the boulders, my problems? Or am I going to elevate myself to God so that I can see them smaller. Brothers and sisters, this is the way that we can defeat the devil when we are above him. Let us pray. Father God, we thank you. We ask you, Lord, that you fortify our faith, that you give us strength. In Jesus' name. Brothers and sisters, the altar is open. And with this, I conclude. But I want to pray for each and every one of you. Come on. Let's gather around. Let's pray. Let's ask God to give us strength. Let's ask God that he can restore our strength.